Shalom Aleichem and Biaf of Teach 613, we welcome you to take 10 for Talmud. Babakama Tzadi test, Babakama 99b, pagination is 198. We're going to start towards the bottom of the page, about 20 lines up, but by way of introduction, a statement from Shulchan Aruch, Hoshemishpat Shin Vav, Seif Dalid. In the case of a person who's hired or engaged to do a professional job for you, this could come up in certain applications. A case that's given in the Gemara is a money changer who validates that the coin is a valid coin. Or today, you might ask a professional, is this bill an acceptable dollar bill. You ask him about a $20 bill that you want to accept as payment. He says it's good after all his analysis, and it turns out that it's not. Or you hire a carpenter or a mechanic to work on a bookshelf or a car, and they end up doing damage in the process. Or the case that's mentioned over here is a person who was engaged to shecht an animal. And it's very delicate work, but he claims he can do it. And then he messed up. So the halacha states, Bishar, if he was hired, he was given a wage, so chayavim l'shalem demeyem, they would be obligated to pay for the damage that they did. Now, if the animal turned out not to be kosher for other reasons, it had a punctured lung, that's a different story that has nothing to do with the shochet. But if the shochet, as he's working, didn't shecht in precisely the right spot, or he delayed in the process of his uh, motion with the knife going back and forth, he delayed, he got distracted. If he was hired, there's nothing to talk about as the Mechaber presents it. Chayavim l'shalim, they're going to have to pay for the damage they did. But if he was shechting for no wage, it was a favor, then if he was an expert, a professional, so then Potter, he's not going to be chayiv. Uh, presumably he did it in good faith and something happened. But if he's not an expert, then he would have to pay. This idea prompts our Gemara to state at the end of a line, a person who wants that the professional working for him should be obligated if he messes up. Yaktim lo dinner, he should pay him. Because then it changes his status from Bechinam, which depends if he's professional, he might actually be absolved. But if he was paid, then it changes the dynamic and he's going to be obligated. We continue four lines down from there, which is about 15 lines from the bottom, the second half of the line. Hahu magromosa. 
there was a shochet who did hagrama. That's an improper shechita. The details can be reserved for topics of shechita, which are in Meseches Chulin, but he did an improper shechita. The asoy lekamei rav, and the shayla came in front of rav, how to handle it. The shayla is twofold. Number one, was his hagrama significant enough? Did he mess up enough that the animal should be treif, not kosher? And number two, what are the circumstances exactly? Can we obligate the shochet to pay for his mistake? So the psak here is tarfei. He said that the animal is not kosher. And he absolved the shochet from paying for the loss. Now, obviously, these two halachas, these two rulings, don't go comfortably together. The owner of the animal would be willing to take a treif animal because of the shochet's deed, provided that the shochet is held responsible. On the other hand, he would accept a kosher animal and tell the shochet, I realize he didn't do a perfect job, but it's good enough that it's kosher, and that's fine. But to say that the animal is treif, and to say that the shochet is not liable for his mistake, puts the owner of the animal in a precarious situation. Ravkana and Ravasi encountered the owner of the animal, Amrulei, and they said to him, Ovid Bukharav Tarti, Rav did two things to you. And the Gemara wonders, My Tarti, what exactly are the two things? And implied in this is, were they saying something good? Were they saying something bad? Were they taking a position? My Tarti, what two things? If they were saying he did two bad things to you, that he slammed you from one side by making it treif, and he slammed you from the other side by not holding the shochet liable, because he could have said the animal is good, according to Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda, apparently it wasn't a full-fledged soul. It depends how you paskin. And he ruled like the Rabbonon. And he made a treif. But if he wanted a paskin like the Rabbonon, at least he should obligate the Shochet. So what emerges here is apparently there's a machlokes as to how to paskin on this particular case that the Shochet did, and Rav went ahead and paskined, number one, that it's treif, number two, that you can't hold the Shochet responsible to pay. So if that's what they were saying, that Ovid Bukha Rav Tarti, Rav did two things to you, he got you coming and going, Umishari Lameymar, is it possible? You're not allowed to say something like that. Vyatanya. When a person goes out of Bezdin, out of after a ruling from a responsible Bezdin, which Rav certainly qualified, you're not allowed to say, if it was a panel of three, 
I wanted to find in your favor, but the other two Dayanim were obligating you. said, what can I do? that my f- f- colleagues outnumbered me. That's a peddler of information revealing secrets. Not allowed to do that. Now, Rav wasn't a panel of three, and Rav Asi and Rav Kana weren't on that Bezdin revealing that they were outnumbered by Rav somehow. It's not a perfect example, but the concept is very clear. Once a ruling is given, someone who goes ahead and undermines that ruling by starting to reveal, oh, really, they should have judged a different way, and starts trying to open up a case that's closed and that's settled, for them to go ahead Rav got, and say, Rav got you twice, that's impossible that that's what Rav Khan and Ravasi were doing. Ella, what must be that this quote, that he did two things to you, and we're not sure what the intonation was, Tarti Yusa. it must have been they were saying to the owner of the animal, he did you two favors. Number one, that he didn't make you eat, he didn't allow you to eat something that's doubtful in its kashra status. And he restrained you from entering into a doubtful case of theft by holding the shochet liable when he's not necessarily liable. And what emerges over here is that it all matters from the perspective in which you're coming, and indeed, they could be compatible even though they don't seem to be compatible. The ruling on the kashrus of the animal in a case of doubt Rav said, I'm going to follow the Rabbanon's ruling, and I'm going to say that it's forbidden because the rule by Kashrus is that if it's doubtful, you can't eat it. In the case of demanding payment from the Shochet, let's face it, it was a doubtful non-kosher, and therefore, how do you hold him liable for a doubtful non-kosher in order to extract money from him? We have a rule, And therefore, in Kashrus, Rav applied the rules of Kashrus. In financials, Rav applied the rules of financials that you can't demand money from somebody unless you're sure. And therefore, they told the owner of the animal, by way of consolation, change your perspective if you're if you're depressed about what just happened he did you a favor he did you two favors he saved you on the front of kashrus and he saved you on the front of financials now the shach in choshen mishpat shin vav sifkatan yud based on the trumas hadeshen which the rama makes reference to writes that if there is an activity that's well known in the laws of Shechita, that we would passel the animal if this was done, then if the Shochet does it, he is liable, even if it's only a Chumrah. So that, for example, if the Shochet delays during his stroke of Shechita, so even though mid it could be it's still kosher if he didn't delay too much, 
and even though it could be that some of his activities might only be Osir because of Chumras, but if they're well-accepted Chumras, if they're codified in the books of Shechita, that this is incorrect in the performance of Shechita, then he could be held liable for what he did, because, as the Truma Sadashin and the Shach quotes, he knows, He knows that if this would happen, they would forbid the meat. And therefore, as a person engaged in professional conduct, he has to meet the specs that are expected, because he knows the ramifications. But again, going back to our Gemara, it wasn't codified, it wasn't finalized, it was still open to a ruling and Rav paskined like the Rabbonon, but, he wa- but it wasn't so codified that he was able to hold the Shochet liable. But if, in the course of history, something becomes codified and the Shochet violates that code, then indeed he could be held liable. Yeshe thank you for joining